There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast with me again, because Stephen's done a corner. I've got a statement from him here. Just going to get it on my phone. It's a text message. It says, "Soz mate, mate, like M A S. M A S. Wow. M A S. Soz mate. Very 2002. Um, couldn't make it today. <laughs> um, Soz again. Plus text back. So, yeah, he's not coming. That's his statement. And did you text back? What did he say? No, I didn't text back. Um, I left it. And Gonna so he has to listen it to this. At the press conference. Next week, um, but yeah, he's not coming, so Craig's not here, swanning around in America. Aye, so, having fun. So Rory's the, the non-league Craig Clark today. Aye, I'm on the other side of the desk, yeah, it's and, new, uh, it's exciting. We're joined by Gary Spaulding, who hasn't been on in a while. The wise men say regular, apparently. Nice to be back. Talking to the mic, please, Gary, you're too <laughs> Nice to be back. There you go, that'll do, we've got a... <laughs> A debutant in the form of Gavin Henderson of the Roga Report. Hi, all right. <laughs> Big sigh. <there. laughs> like Andy Sorry, Dawson at the start yeah, of Athletic yeah, Mint. Yeah, it was. Yeah, have you got a fat voice, Gav? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Very no. niche. If you don't listen <laughs> to Athletic Mint, there, yeah. it just sounds like an insult. Yeah. I listen to like one episode of that, so I'm not. I'm not on it. Not up on it. No. Nah. It's worth a listen, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. enjoy it. It's funny. We shouldn't be plugging another podcast. Where you can fit in and around hours. Um, in yeah, and around. So in and around hours, yeah. So it was uh, an interesting weekend um, filled with uh, disappointment um, and some brief joy in the fact that we took the lead in a football match and we played quite well in it, which was novel. Um, and then through the way, within five minutes, which is quite common. We never keep a lead, do we? Ever? Like, uh, you're kind of watching the game and like. You just know it's like even it with ten minutes to go, when that penalty goes in, I was sitting thinking, yeah. My first thought was on. just, this is the time we scored at Southampton last year, <laughs> <laughs> so I just couldn't help but remember Virgil Van Dijk breaking me heart, and this time it was less heartbreaking. Yeah. Did you manage to see the game? Either yes. Of you? Um, oh, it's just one of those things, isn't it? It's like Sunderland do this to you. you it, we were in the lead, and uh, I thought I. I thought after five minutes of being in the lead, ah, we're not keeping this. You just tell it was coming, even though it was a stupid mistake. Um, I don't know. It felt it felt like it would happen. It always felt like it would happen. It is that known <laughs> inevitability of Sunderland, isn't it? The, the feeling yeah. that you get when you do you know because anything good has to be obliterated really quickly just to get you back down to earth. And I think that that's kind of reflected in the games. Um, don't know what you thought, Gary, about the game in general. If you got any. Points. To be fair, after watching about 10 15 minutes of the game, I would have snapped someone's hand up for a draw. Yeah. So they yeah. came out the blocks quick, didn't they? Um, as the game went on, we sort of grew into it. So we played some decent stuff, actually, in, in patches. Do you think I like, bore attention? I was looking at it because 
even under Aldice, I mean, he's not one for keeping the ball as such. It's more about trying to get forward as quickly as possible, not long ball, but get into the final third and flood the box and try and, you know, complete moves in like three, four, five, six passes. Whereas under Moyes, I noticed at the weekend, would seem more, be more, a bit more patient, wanting to... A bit more poignant. If, if there wasn't anything <laughs> on, they went back. Right. Tried to work the angle again, and there was a spell in that first half where I thought we had actually complete control of the ball. Anyway, we had a lot of players on who were neat and tidy passes. Yeah, yeah I was even, about to say that. Even Jilly Jilly Bodgy looked yeah, really good on the ball. ball. Um, yeah. I think obviously Pinar yeah. is going to hold the ball. I've no, you know, when he when he came on against um, Borah, that was the main thing I noticed. He mm-hmm. was he didn't lose the ball at all. No. Um, so I, just a calm head, isn't he? Yeah, but I think when you've got players like that on the, in a position of influence in the middle of the park, they're gonna they're gonna run the game that way. We're never gonna see a Sunderland team with Pienaar playing centre mid where we're gonna like really go at teams. I don't think. No, but uh, that's but that's fine, especially in a game like Southampton away where you do want to just keep it a bit slower, yeah. especially after that first fifteen minutes when we weathered a lot of a storm. Yeah. It was important to just slow things down and just have some nice neat touches and grow a bit of confidence in. And Barini, I thought showed. A, Quite a bit of that early on, um, which now is even yeah. more frustrating that he's apparently out yeah, for three the, months. Yeah, the, that's the the news is that Barini is out for three. Well, there's a rumour that Barini mm. is out for three months. Is that all caused by that crap free kick? Yeah. It's like yeah. seeing Sunday League where someone does something absolutely awful and then goes down injured because yeah. of it. Just to save being embarrassed. <laughs> it sums up how I look because just at a point when we couldn't do with any more injuries, Yeah. somebody who works hard for the team is out for. You know, three months could be less. I think depends on what course of action they take. Mm. But um, you know, if they go down the rehab route, it could take less time. I could go and uh, go and have a word with them about the free kicks. You could, I yeah, because yeah. I, I thought he was, he was just trying to get a deflection off it. Did anyone else? Look, think I think that? he was trying to do like one of them Underneath where you the flat, job. shovely kind of way you like get do all. Is the that the technical things? word? Oh, for like, is flat that like knuckle, I think it's a knuckleball. Knuckle knuckle to be no, honest, I'm, not, not I've, noticed, <laughs> I've noticed since. Since the start of the season, pretty much every free kick of teams been crap. Like Kazri, you know, we need Kazri back on. Yeah. He's yeah. the man for free kicks, isn't he? And, it, and when it, we haven't got one person who seems to take them either. It seems to be like, oh, well, Van Arnott's had a go, he didn't do a very on good a, job then. Tony Van Arnott, his corners yeah. were quite good. I mean, yeah. he, well, he got them in oh, the, the box. first man. Yeah, so that was which an is, instant which is, you improvement. Know, better than Yanazai, who yeah. just yeah, misses mate. everybody. But is one where. <clears throat> That people obviously just remember when he put the ball back in for Corner's chance, which was a really good ball in. But the corner before that felt a brilliant yeah. spot, just about seven yards out from goal, where you think someone should be hitting that, and then brilliant ball back in the corner. You're just waiting for the net to bulge on that, and missed it on purpose. Yeah, missed on <laughs> purpose. Give me more money, and I will <laughs> score. Them. I must have watched that back ten times, and I still don't know how he missed. Yeah. Like I was trying to, I was wondering why they didn't do like a behind the goal. Like so, you could see how close it was because mm, I was trying to see. Was it one of those ones that looks like closer than it actually it was is? Was a great ball by Van Arnold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You even see Corney put his hand up asking yeah. for the ball, and he picked them out on the spot, didn't he? But it could have been a penalty. I mean, because Barini was shoved in the back. Mm. Ah, I've seen that. Um, well, it was a blatant penalty yeah. under the new regulations, which uh, Mike Dean seems to be enjoying <laughs> uh, his celebrity status on those decisions. Um, and Stoke fans are. <laughs> very irritated by the fact that they get penalised for things that aren't even uh, fouls, which uh, they saw at the weekend. So that's a new, a new thing to look forward to. No doubt when uh, we give our inevitable penalty yeah. for holding away in the last minute. Gillibardi looks like he's capable of doing one of them. Yeah. Well, well, we've just, just got to warn your players not to do it. Haven't yeah. Before a game, that's it. It's easier said than done. That uh, I think. I think not someone like John O'Shea has been doing it for yeah. twenty years. Yeah. 
is he going to all of a sudden stop doing this? Block, it's well blocking off and all that. I mean, you know, it depends who you are. It's, you know, if you're a clever player, as you know, if a commentator decides <laughs> you're clever, then it's a clever player to block somebody off or hold somebody. But if you're not, then it's a foul. Mm. Do, you not, do you not think as well though that the referees are going to know which players going into games? Uh, but you get like a narrative with, with players, yeah. don't you? Well, you've got to think if, if the refs have had it drummed into them that you know you've got to pull people up for this, and then you know you're refereeing John O'Shea. You're probably going to watch everything he does like a hawk. I know they're meant to do that anyways, but generally, you know, some of them have been a bit soft, haven't they? Like the, the Sterling one seemed like he was overcompensating. Mm. Similar, know, like someone like Catamol is always yeah. going to be like scrutinised a bit more. So yeah, pro- probably will happen. You're right. But getting back to the. The, the game, I guess, you know, there was again a presence of youth in there, even though the team, when it came out, did look a lot better um, on paper. I'm um, seeing, obviously, Mankio come in, Corner was back, Rodwell in the midfield rather than centre half. I mean, what did people think about Rodwell? Because I didn't, I thought the game passed him by a little bit at times, but a few people thought he had a really good he's, game. I think he's, he's been alright when you sort of. Not bother about him. He seems to have a good game. I think. Mm. But the I, think, mo- I think he's one of them players that the more he plays, the better he's going to get because he's been in and out, hasn't he? I think he just looks so much better playing just in front of the back four. I'm not saying keep him in there instead of Kirchhoff when Kirchhoff uh, comes back. You good definitely have Kirchhoff in. But he was organising quite well. His off the ball work was really good. Southampton never had a shot inside the box. All their shots were outside the uh, box, which obviously you give credit to your defenders for that. Your full-backs aren't letting them in from the wide positions, but your man in front of the back four is massive in preventing uh, that. So you've got to give him some credit for that. Quiet, he was quietly good, I think. Yeah, he was, it was a good, wasn't a world-beating performance, but... He did his he, job pretty well. He's shown that maybe under Moyes, maybe in that position, we know that he's not really a good box-to-box player. Uh, Don't like give him that kind of responsibility but if you just say look you just sit here stop them from playing don't let them into the box win your aerial battles which he's really good at and he'll perform well he's shouldering a lot of responsibility as well doing what he's doing because yeah. you know he's the only centre mid on the pitch really uh, um, the only natural one yeah, yeah yeah. so you know a lot of responsibility falls on his shoulders to delegate I guess mm-hmm. and organise and he's um, to me I, I prefer him one thing I noticed when he first arrived was that um, he was being asked, I think, by Poyet to make late runs into the box count at the end of things. I haven't seen that as much, you know, no, since Poyet left. But I think that's probably his strength. He's quite good. I, I know he missed that absolute sit. I can't remember who it was against last year. I think it was Leicester, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But generally speaking, he's quite a good finisher. He's got all that attributes. Yeah. He's got to be a good player, hasn't he? He's good in the air. He's good body type for where he's playing on the pitch. Mm. He's got two decent feet. We're just waiting for him to just <clears> be that player. But well, Moyes knows him better than anyone, doesn't he? So that probably well, that probably so comes, could be confidence. Yeah, well, as well. That, but when he broke through into Moyes, he was playing as a deep line uh, midfielder. So yeah. I think it's game does, time. Does Moyes, like you say, Moyes knows him better than anyone. Uh, is that think, the position for I think him? A lot, I think a lot of his issues stem from you know psych- psychological. Totally, isn't it? yeah. And if he knows that a manager that has got something out of him in the past is back in the frame, you know, like Moyes has come along and he's probably like, well, this is a fresh start for me. Maybe mentally that yeah that peps him up a bit. Yeah, someone has asked. At James XO says, "Is this the season Rodwell finally comes good?" Not necessarily. He does, he does. <laughs> Not necessarily. Well, right, it, does, it doesn't have to be like <laughs> if we can just have performances like that. No one wants is saying he needs to be dominating every single game. But coming good would just be one a season where he's largely injury free. He can stake a place in the team, you know, not just because other players are injured, and just can be seven out of ten every week, mm. like. 
in for that kind of position, that's all you really need. I think he, he doesn't mind where where he's going to be playing on the pitch as well. Even though he like, I think he prefers uh, centre midfield, doesn't he? But he said, he said in the past, if he's playing centre back, he doesn't mind. He just wants to do a job for the team. Mm. So he just wants to play football, which is understandable, really, for a pro footballer. <laughs> you know, staying in the midfield area, the three positions in front of in front of the uh, central midfield two, I guess, if you're playing the four-two-three-one, which we seem to be playing. Um, you know, obviously Gooch was in there, um, and Yanazai and uh, who was it again? The weekend. Pina, Barini, Barini. Yeah, Barini was back. Yeah. Um, so obviously that was a change from the other week when Watmore was in. Kazri seems to be down the pecking order. Some people have been asking about Kazri and wondering, you know, what's going on there. Um, you know, some, I think Scott Young at SB Young underscore says, "What's the status of Kazri? One of our best attacking options, best corner kickers sitting on the bench. Is he not the Moyes player?" Um, Some, there's something not right there. Like, I mean, when he when he played against, I don't know if any of you saw the the yeah. cup game, but he was shocking. I mean, I thought he had a bad first know. half, but he was better in the second. Yeah, I, I mean, he he just didn't look right. I don't know. He seemed to play with a lot of confidence towards the end of last yeah. season. And I don't know whether the managerial changes affected that, but um, he was back late when he yeah. he was with away. I with, heard Moyes uh, say something about in the post match conference that he was back late and maybe he's not up there the fitness standards. But Moyes Moyes. Has got to watch games from last season, seeing yeah. the influence that Kazri had on the games. He's obviously a player. I know. I know every case is different as well. There's but some reason behind yeah. it. Yeah, I know every case is different, but the, the lads who went the Euros seemed to feature quite heavily from the start. O'Shea was playing midfield against yeah. Man City, mm. and he actually came back after Kazri, I think. Maybe Kazri though. So. It's his first. You know, he had five months in the Premier League after playing in France. You know, and he's a high action like player, isn't he? Mm. Like he's really plays a lot of intensity, and maybe. You know that, and then going away for Tunisia in the qualifiers, maybe it's just been all a little bit too much for him. I don't know. You don't, you don't know what's going on, really. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. A lot of people were speculating he would be off, and I don't know whether that's the case because we've already um, been injured now, though. We yeah, cannot but, afford but, to let him go. But even still, when 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 it was quite clear publicly, Coney wanted to leave. Um, Moyes was still pushing to play him. You know, so it would seem strange if Kazri was pushing to leave as well. And we weren't being told about it if if that was the reason why because you know he's shown with Coney that that he he's prepared to play these players mm. even though they, want, they don't want to be here necessarily. Maybe know? it's the fact as well that Lens is it. I know Lens <coughs> apparently might be off and everything, but it's, it's a similar thing. Like he's still to Coney, he's still here, so let's play him. Lens looks good in the last two games. He came on. He obviously set to fault for the penalty. Good bit of work there and. Did really well robbing the ball of one of the Southampton midfielders when he played it down the line to Watmore yeah, and he squared yeah. it at Defoe. So maybe just whatever in training and in games, Lenz has shown a bit more and he thinks, for the moment at least, while Lenz is still here, I'm going to use him instead of Kazri. Well, big, at Big Frost 5, Ryan Frost says uh, thoughts on DM subs on Saturday. So Lenz, obviously, you touched on there. Obviously, love coming on in centre midfield. Yeah, um, and does this show a lack of defensive options? And I think somebody else uh, mentioned, if I can't find them, about uh, how did the substitutions uh, cost us? You see, the weekend? What, you see what the, the, what the problem I had with the love substitution is that the lad clearly needs to be taken out. To, yeah. It's going to harm him long term because you're putting him in situations where he can't even play very well at right back. And you're putting him on centre midfield, and he struggled from the off first ball that came to him, bounced about a mile away. Like, you're not doing the lad any justice putting him in these situations. I don't know whether he's hoping um, he'd get over it. 
you know, by having a good performance yeah. and then, all right, you kick on. But Do for we... me, watch coming, coming out the last two or three games, you've got to take him out of that situation. Mm. Don't put him in central midfield when he clearly doesn't have the confidence yeah. to play. Because at, least, right at least while McNair's yeah. not being great, at least that's his natural position. Yeah. It was weird that he didn't bring McNair on, like, instead. Somebody who's played in central <laughs> midfield, didn't he play at the Euros for like Northern Ireland? Yeah, in yeah. Field? It, I mean, it's good. Good even by our standards, replacing players we've signed in a transfer window in the same transfer window. <laughs> you know, it must be like the curse. Well, hopefully, Mankio will break that curse because we haven't touched on him yet because he had a, he had an excellent game. I thought, but man, the match you know, for me. Yeah, we had a you know s- series of bad right backs, haven't we? Since Bardsley's mm. gone, we've we've struggled there. I really think Moyes might have wanted someone just to. Fly around, stopping everything in the middle of the park, and then love maybe a bit more mobile than McNair, maybe a bit, bit more pace, mm, possibly. And on the point, that to I try think and break it, it up. You know, substi- the whole substitutions cost him the game thing. Well, he was on the pitch when we won the penalty, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, you, can't, you can't really say that uh, change. And I don't think, I think he, people sometimes get a little bit, in my opinion, get a little bit too heavily bogged down in this sort of oh well, this substitution cost us the game because it's a bit revisionist because. You don't know what would have happened if it would stay no. the same. And you can't really blame anybody but Pickford for that. No, you can't, going, exactly. You know what I mean? So, well, is it, see, I've got, got a few, well, didn't get loads of pelters, but suggested that, you know, because a lot of people wanted Pickford as man of the match, did the match ratings. and uh, played well, to be fair. He did, but... Cost us a goal. Are, are, the, are, are, the, are the saves he... If, if, you, if that was an Anoni performance, would you be saying he should be man of the yeah, match? Exactly. I mean, were the saves he made... I'm not. I'm not. He had. A, he had a fine game. The thing about Pickford that's great about him is that he looks like he belongs there. He looks mm-hmm. comfortable. He's mm-hmm. confident. Um, he does everything he should be doing. And the saves I thought he made. They're all shots from outside the area, um, relatively close to him. Which he probably. I mean, they're like the bread and butter saves, aren't they? In the Premier League, those yeah. ones for a Premier League goalkeeper. So. A couple of them were awkward. To be fair, one got yeah, a bit, bit of deflection, deflection on the, that one of the near post, oh, and a bit of spin. That was a bit. And, and the one from Long, there was a good save where it was quite. Down to his right, but again, it was quite close to him. wasn't right in the corner. Oh, you'd expect them to save them, yeah, but exactly. still decent saves. Yeah, the decent enough saves, but then the one he let in, it cost you the points in the game. Yeah. Like you just can't bounced, deny it. it. Bounced just before him, didn't it? That's the only sort of thing you can. <laughs> but I mean, Premier League. Keep you've got you've got to stop. Yeah. You've got to stop it. Like, but if it was in the air, a hundred percent save. But if it's bouncing just short of him, it's one of them that I've got. It, I've got the problem. Dodgy. I've got is as well though. Is like he's. He's made one mistake, and then I know I'm looking across on Twitter about an hour ago, and people are already wanting him out of the team. Like, really? Yeah. No, that's I'm the thing with the goal, that. that's the thing with the goalkeeper. If you make a mistake, you've let in a goal. But whereas if you're a midfielder, and you make a mistake. Your mistakes much more higher. Yeah, I, I kind of just put it out there and said, you know, we need to stick by him. Of course we do. And a lot of people, a lot of people were straight away going, Nah, nah, we need him out of the team. Signed your heart, just signed your heart. Like that's as easy as that. And it's fucking well, manager, to, you know to be honest, if we could get heart, I'd take him. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think you, if, I don't think you can like could be in a situation where a player no. like that comes I think, in. I think the big thing and playing our favour with this is we're probably the only Premier League team mm. who need a first choice keeper now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think he's only other options Torino by all accounts. I mean, there will be teams looking at him, but. Yeah. Who's going to stump up the money? It's going to cost to get him. I mean, who, who really needs him? Do you know what I mean? And with Pickford as well. I mean. Obviously, he wouldn't go out on loan again with, with um, you know the injury situation because he'd be number two, which would be a bit of a shame. But if you could get him a move where he was because he was playing at Preston and he was playing in the Championship, which is fine, and he he, he had he was popular there and, and played well. But I'd be interested to see him like say like he'd playing for a top of the Championship team where there's pressure on the yeah. like real pressure on the results in terms of 
you going to get in the playoffs or are you going to get into the, the top two and, and see what that does because I think it's it's very different playing in like a mid-table championship game when you're playing the Premier League every week is like an event in it every especially game in the first is like an event. six months of the season yeah. as opposed to the last six yeah. months isn't he, isn't he only 21 still 22, 22. So, I mean he looks he's, he's going to be a brilliant with... goalkeeper and he's yeah. got the thing is that's the thing and a lot of people are saying well you know if not now then when are you going to play him it's like well Next year, you know, <laughs> yeah. goalkeepers. Like, he's, not go- he's going to be around for twenty years. I don't think. Know? I don't think that would loan him out if we did get hot, though, because yeah, we couldn't. You know, th- well, couldn't one, but two. I think Manon is not going to be ready till yeah. near Christmas. Really. And I think Moyes probably would like them, you know, in yeah, day to day. With, from, yeah. if, you, if he's going to be England number one, then who better to play with every day? You exactly. Know? And you've got I mean, to remember with Pickford as well. Twenty-two is much younger for a goalkeeper than it is for an outfield oh, player. Yeah. He's yeah, probably yeah. not going to reach his peak Six, possibly for like possibly eight years, like mm. thirty. Look at Van der Sar when he was at Man United, and is is confidence and command of area for how young he is as well brilliant people people said he flapped at a few things but all what, modern goalkeepers I, punch the ball now like that's that's even, drilled into them even now. though the, the, the Shrewsbury game he looked assured everything mm. came up when mm. he won and he was he was he looks confident I know that's a young keepers need to be blooded in technically but I don't think he does really I think no. I think if you just give him three four games I mean you should, I thought in that January period when he played I think it was Arsenal and Spurs, yeah. and then he was dropped. I thought that was the wrong decision. Actually, I thought he was playing quite well, and he should have been given a run of games, and he wasn't. I mean, obviously, Manoni had a good finish in mm-hmm. the season, but I thought he played well then. I mean, he did you know, concede seven goals in those two games. He did. I mean, which yeah. I mean, well, it must, not it must be him, no, no, though. not at all. I'm not blaming him, but confidence-wise, yeah, the ball keeps true. flying past you in the back of the net. It can't, it's not a very good feeling. To be honest, I bent, can't. I can't blame Allardyce really because Manoni played quite no, well at the end of the he season. He did play well, but you know he, he didn't deserve to be dropped. I'm not, I think it's important we don't look at that and think, no. oh, he, he might be torn then. from the out yeah. as well. Like he was only in for two yeah. or three games as well, and he's, a, he's clearly a very good player. He is going to be class. Yeah. And Moyes, Moyes is known for bringing young players through, isn't he? So he'll know exactly how to do it. I mean, we've Just, seen that now. You've got you know what more came on um, at the weekend and Gooch started. I thought Gooch. Struggle, I thought actually, but that's going to happen when he's chuck a young lad in there, especially in that position. Yeah. That position, I thought he, I thought he struggled against Shrewsbury. I know a lot of people thought he didn't, mm. but I thought he struggled centre mid. But he's not a centre mid. I know he's played centrally quite America a bit, but it's totally apparently. different oh, in the he, Premier League. He wants to play number ten, you know I mean? doesn't he? I've anybody, seen, yeah. Seen an interview with him. He but likes to play in the little pocket. Behind if anybody's ever watched like a an under twenty threes or under twenty ones match, it's totally different playing centre mid in that kind of a game. Yeah, you know. And he's he's a wide player naturally. You can just tell. You can tell by the way he runs yeah. with the ball. He holds it quite well, actually. Mm. Well, that's the you thing. Know? He doesn't release it quick enough, does no. he? Only when he's in central areas, he wants to run. He wants to carry the ball, but you've got to move the ball when you play in the middle of the park. You've got to keep moving it. And he wants he wants to carry it into the area. And then when he gets there, it's like right, where do I release the ball? Either the passage gone or the space closes up. And a few times he was getting to the edge of the area, it's almost like he's got to turn his back on the goal and shield the ball away. Mm. To try and protect it, um, but he learn. He, he will learn. But these young players, you know, it sounds like maybe it sounds like some that were being overcritical. But when you, you can see in in the future what they might what they might bring to the team. But in isolation, in one game of football, you've got to judge them on on what's happened. And mm-hmm. Pickford, you know, the, the mistake has cost us the, uh, three points. Unfortunately for him. But that doesn't mean he's going to be a bad player in the future. No. Quite the opposite, and, and the same with Gucci. He's going to have a few rough games. 
think Watmore's an interesting one because since he's come in, like burst onto the scene um, in that Stoke game, particularly last year, he's, I would say he's plateaued a little bit. I don't know mm. what you guys think. Yeah, he, he seems to he seems to overdo everything he does. I don't know if that makes sense, but he kind of he'll chase a ball down, but he, he goes flying in, and then when he wins the ball, he keeps running and doesn't mm. release it quick yeah, enough. He he yeah, you saw that against Middlesbrough um, massively. He didn't pass the ball quickly enough. I, I know, I know. It's, it's easy to shoehorn him onto the wing because he's quick and he I think doesn't he's a stru- forward. Well, yeah. he, he's always been the forward. Yeah. He's been centre forward through his whole career as a kid, going into the, yeah. the non-league, and then even for the under twenty ones, I think he got twenty odd goals two years ago playing centre forward. But then, because he's quick and small, he's out on the wing. He's not a very good deliverer of the ball. No, I think um, so the problem now with, with teams playing more like four three three or four two three one, they're not going to play, you know, so many players through the middle. So it's like, well, if you want to get someone in the team, and he's got, like you say, he's got certain attributes that lend lend himself to yeah. playing wide. I mean, Conor Whitman played wide. You know, he's he's not a wide player. No. but to get them in the team. They've got to they've got to adapt these players now. Do you not think though with Barini being out as well, it, it might be a chance to put what more more so Well we we kinda of started know, in a bit of yeah. a diamond, didn't we? With Barini Barini Defone and I were interchanging quite a lot early on. They're very fluid in yeah. the way they were moving. Seems to be so a bit could of a, could you put what more into that? Seems to be a bit of a there's been a bit of a return of the four four two, hasn't there? Like, yeah. Mm. It, I know it's not as it's not straight out, you know, two centers, oh, yeah. two wingers and two strikers. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But I've seen there's a couple of teams this season now are playing with two forwards. Southampton have been to We we started season. a few games this season already with Barini in behind Defoe. Yeah, yeah. it's Not, still more of a four-two-three-one, but yeah. he's playing. He's it's, playing it's, kind it's, of. It's getting top. someone up there with another striker. It's, yeah, and it's, it's just about, it's just about having good movement in your side. You can't play it rigidly. And I suppose it could work because Defoe holds the ball quite well. Yeah, he gets the ball in the feet and never loses it with his back to goal. He always finds somebody. You know, maybe that could be something to look at. Yeah, you know, when you've got someone like Yanazai drifting around yeah. in a free roll as well, because I thought Yanazai was excellent yeah, on, he did on good game. Saturday. Drifted in and out yeah. a little bit, but that run, you know, yeah, he's a bit of an enigma. Some players don't players. do that. No. He's a bit he's of an He's too good for us. But it's, he looks <laughs> so, so much more suited to that than yeah, drifting in and out of the game a bit. But it's better than him on the wing. And where he gets the ball quite a lot, and then really against Middlesbrough, they kind of had him figured out by the second half, and he was knackered as well. Whereas with in this role, he's like, right, I'll pick and choose my opportunities, drift around, find pockets of space, and he was hurting them more by doing that. Bringing the ball inside, he looked far well, better. He's than one when of he was them players, aren't you? There's some that sometimes in the game where you're not even going to know he's on the pitch, and then all of a sudden he'll just, just click bang, and he'll yeah. create a goal-scoring opportunity for you. And, we need them types of players, don't we, at the end of the day? I think you've got to give him that free roll, though, because he's so hard to pick up. 
he's that type of player. Like, if he's drifting around, he's going to cause more damage. Yeah, what, like, say against Middlesbrough, he tortured their left back. Then they scored, and he wasn't in the game no. really, you know, because they had him kind of like say figured out, and he was still on the wing. Like we never moved him. And because he's having to do that, he's having he's probably having to do. Not that he shirked this against Southampton. One of his best drills actually came when he brought the ball out of defence. But he gets knackered because he's having to do more defensive work than you really want yeah. a player like Might, than him to do. He reminds us a lot of a certain other winger we used to have um, with the left foot. No, no, no. Right. Yeah, no, he's, and, he is. He, and see he's that kind of player. You, you see him when he gets the ball, he slows it down. He's try, he still tries to go down the line and do his man. But he, he slows it down. And like yeah. you say, I, I always thought that Johnson yeah, yeah. was better through the middle, you know. I think um, I think going forward, he, it, we've got we've got a lot of we've got a lot of options in that position. But if, if, with Barini injured, we've got to we've got to settle on a team for me. That, that was a big thing for me coming out of the game at the weekend. We're making a lot of changes that maybe we can't help. Mm. Um, it's particularly midfield. You know, I think PNR playing in the middle is all right for now, but. Yeah. I think when Wednesday comes, we're going to have a, a better idea of what's going to yeah. well, happen going forward. As, as right? well as like we've we've praised PNR, like we've said, Rodwell did okay, and obviously Gooch has done well in patches. But at the end of the day, if all our transfers come off with players at full fitness, if you've got all your players to pick from, none of those three would probably be in Never, anyone's. Nah, nah. The odd the odd person might say that have Gooch in because I know mm. a lot of people really rate him, and he, I'm not saying it's bad because he's a new thing. Though, isn't he? But like, let's you know. say Kirchhoff's face. And via signs, and we bring a borer in. Oh, that, that's your three-man midfield, here, and then no. Catamol's probably after that to replace one, and Rodwell's probably well, Rodwell slash Pena. Exactly. And to be yeah. honest with Gooch as well, he could probably come out of this little spell in August a lot with his profile raise. You know, yeah, he, he, he could go you know, on. He could yeah, go he could on get a good loan. Yeah. I mean, he went to Doncaster last year and they struggled. They went down. I think he got injured. Um, and he got injured. Season, yeah. yeah, but he, but the, the, they did rave about him there, and then he's come back to us, played well. In patches, but yeah. he's played in the Premier League, which will make the Championship teams when the loan window effectively opens. It makes the Championship teams um, alerted, I yeah. guess. But he, I think he does need. I think I think about this with a lot of players. I think he needs to go somewhere yeah. as well and have twenty, thirty games playing in a tough league, and then come back to Sunderland because he is clearly good. But we've, seen, like, we've been talking about he drifts in and out he's and he's learning on the job yeah, isn't he? yeah. He we needs probably to be... won't have that luxury though will we because yeah, of, of injuries fair... and pl- other players I've leaving w- I've watched a fair bit of championship football the last few weeks and I, I think he would do well there Yeah, you know Shelby there yesterday for Newcastle you know mm-hmm. um, isn't a Premier League midfielder really you know he's had, a, he's had a decent career so far but for me I think he struggled for Newcastle last season and Swansea but in that league where he's got more time on the ball, he looks better. Maybe mm. that you'd say that for a lot of Newcastle yeah, yeah. signings, though, True. couldn't you? That would be great in the championship. Sign Gooch, just sign everybody. Uh, <laughs> Yedlin, Colvac, will fit just in well. Sign a lot. Yeah. Just sign anyone. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> which other Nagata would sign like, <laughs> from our past. Uh, John Stairs, that'd be good. No, Jeff, like realistically, which players are still knocking about that could end up there? Charlton, oh, <laughs> good in the championship. Ah, Wagon's not a bad shout, actually. What do they need? James McLean. Yeah, he, Brid he, Cook, yes. Will Buckley. McLean will end up there eventually. He hates us now. <laughs> <laughs> he hates everyone. Um, we had a question just trying to move out of the game at the weekend and maybe onto some other things, including the transfer window closing, which we'll get onto. But um, Rob Ellison Davidson, at Rob Safk fan, said, Don't understand why people are upset about Defoe not being selected. Um, a couple of points or less chance of injury but another point we'll get on to is the fact he said England need to prepare for 2018 
-hmm. Now, on that point, I would say I think the whole why do we go into every tournament? Well, say we because because I'm English, but I'm, I'm not that bothered about the, the national team to be honest. Why does it? Why is it that every tournament's always a preparation for the next one? Yeah, it always seems if if someone's fit and scoring <coughs> goals, if the close fit and scoring goals now, who's to say he won't be fit and scoring goals in 2018 when he's 35? Because he's as fit as he's been yeah, at Sunderland think, at 33. I think it's stupid. I do. I, I say quite a lot, and that's it's usually the detractors of Defoe. A lot of Newcastle fans told me this. He's too old. He's too old. And I think he's not, because. Every tournament England turn up to, we turn up with a, a bunch of players that are meant to be the next big thing mm. who fail. So why not pick informed players? But we said yeah. this in the summer. We said, you can get a you mix, know. can't you? You can have a mix. You can say, well, yeah. if he's for the future, when he was for the future, and yeah. we'll integrate <coughs> him gradually, and then these players will go out gradually and we'll phase the other ones in. But instead of just you know deciding that, well, they'll have, a, they'll have tournament experience now, go through beast qualifying because they always do because it's easy and then get the tournament and just completely fall flat on the faces and decide that everyone's a national disgrace and then go but I mean Allardyce people were kind of talking about it like it was going to be this like revolution and it's, pretty, it's no pretty, different no he's, different, he's picked a winger and that's it but you know? you know to be fair Allardyce <laughs> will want to have a look at the group of players that he's got won't he and like decide what he's going to do with them see what he can get out of them but you know, I, th I was a little bit surprised that Defoe didn't get in because I was going to Sturridge's name. Before, the, tor yeah, before mm. the tournament, he was like, well, I would take the four. Well, what's changed? What do you've got does rid he, of? Does he even pick mm. the team, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 I mean? you could argue not just Sturridge, but Vardy as well, and Kane is in the squad as well. Yeah, like, three squad. goals between the strikers, I yeah. think. Uh, sorry, one goal between three strikers. You can you can I kind think. of see why he's picked Kane, because he does offer you something oh, exactly. different to someone like Defoe, and you've, you've got to, you can't just Sturridge obviously change a, everything. Sturridge is a funny one, isn't it? Yeah. He's not even getting a game out of Liverpool. No. But that is that's the, that's the thing. Why I think that's why, well, definitely myself, I, you know, come you become so disenfranchised with bothering with England because you see every week certain players do things and they deserve to get a go and they don't. Drop Wilshire though. That was something. Else, to be yeah, fair, he'll be back in. He, yeah, he always gets back in. Will it'll be eventually. the nothing will change. You can run down some blind alleys and fall over and then get booked and or sent off and or injured. I, so I, think, a, I think I think forward to. I think a lot won't change as well, cause. What options does he have to to a certain extent? Yeah. The the defense looks. I'm surprised Ben Gibson didn't get in. I'm surprised maybe Scott Dan didn't didn't that's, get a go. That's yeah. the thing for me. There's players playing in, playing regularly in the Premier League who just constantly overlooked. You know, mm. and and you've got to think even it's pretty Al hilarious <laughs> that he didn't pick Mark Noble. Everyone thought he'd finally get a chance, and then he didn't. Maybe just easing himself in. It was, but I would have picked them. I know we're joking yeah. about it, but I probably would have picked them because I thought Why that not? I thought that England were. We're lacking a bit of, you know, fight. The yeah. no, the thing is to play without the play with an arrogance that is like, well, we, well, this team should beat that team, but that's not how football works because you Portugal see in the Premier League, the Euros yeah, you see in like the that. Premier League every week, every game, every man, all the new managers have come over like Guardiola, like after that first game against us, it's like, well, yeah, that's that's what that's what it is, isn't it? That's the Premier League. It's it's tough, like it's it is like it's a cliche, but. Every game, I think like now every game is an event. Like everything around, <laughs> everything around, the the hype and you know the build up during the week to the games, and it is. It's like every game is like a big deal. A big deal. Even yeah. the way the players come onto the pitch yeah. now. And Did anyone go to Man City and say all the stuff they had out, like yeah. massive like banners on the pitch and stuff like that? You know, You've got this ridiculous yeah. music when the shake happens. game, we had stuff on the pitch, not yeah, like flags, flags before, before, didn't we? It's getting more. I think, yeah, it is. It's, it's more and more now, and every every game's vital. And 
towards you know whatever you're trying to achieve that mm. season, whether it be you know I mean what 38 points seems like a long way away at this stage when you've got one point after three games and the pressure builds very quickly and that's why when you go back to um, people like Pickford and Gooch and the pressures on them to produce in individual games to get the results and get you out of that sticky spot, it's uh, you know it's 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 a big deal. But anyway, the um, under four anyway, you know another. Well, he scored what in ten away games and or something. Yeah, like, ten away games in a row now. I, think, I, don't, I don't know if it's in a row. Yeah, yeah, he, he's got he something. Yeah. Six some number consecutive away six, games. Yeah. Six in a row. He scored right. in his last. No, he scored in That's six in a row, and he scored ten goals in ten away. Ten games. goals in ten yeah. away yeah. games, and he's got six goals and six goals. Yeah. In a row, pretty amazing, yeah. isn't it? Really, that's from, from a, that way you have a player that. Good. I think a lot of yeah. like new, neutral fans, and you saw it at the Euros, are wondering why he's not getting in. To be fair, don't think it is just Sunderland supporters because he's already got a reputation. It's not like someone like Catamore who's never really broke through anywhere. Like yeah. Defoe's done it for England before and has shown that he's still capable of doing it. But from us, we can't afford someone to get <laughs> injured anymore. So I mean, on the second thank point, God the he's not made, in. And that second yeah. point, the gentleman made. Yeah, you can't really. You're glad in some ways because if he gets injured, if he gets injured, we are in serious, yeah. serious yeah. trouble. Yeah. Do you not? Do you not think? It's, I know off the injury subject, but um, do you not think it's such a lazy thing to say that he's too old? Like, yeah. oh yeah, totally. Like, has he ever showed any signs of aging? Miroslav, Miroslav Klose you know in Germany. He hasn't shown any, but he, he, he's always fit. He plays ninety minutes regularly. Still scoring goals. What's his age got? To well, do you look with at and you, you know also mean? look at say a country like Spain and um, they picked the lad from Bilbao, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, I'll. I can't remember. No, never like you never had a cap before. Al, Al, Al something, Al Casar or something like no, that. No, he's Al Pacino. He's a he's off the Barca. Can't remember his name. I can't <laughs> remember his name. Adariz, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. he's I think he's about thirty-four. Yeah. They picked him because he he's had a great that, season. He's like thirty-eight. Is he thirty-eight? <laughs> pretty old. He's had, he's had like Jesus. he's had like five or six seasons where he's just kind of been a bit part player. And Costa didn't go. Yeah, because he didn't have a great nope. season. Torres it's, didn't go. Mata didn't go either for them. They they didn't refreshing attitude yeah. from the manager. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. didn't they, the strikers they take have one goal between them? Yeah, it was something. It was really like it was like uh, it, it, the, the guy from Real Madrid, level, yeah. um, Morata, Alcacer, yeah. and Adariz went. Yeah. And, and the, can you imagine England ever doing that? Just taking three totally inexperienced strikers who have had good club seasons. Could you kind of yeah. argue though that Spain have got you know they've won the World Cup recently, they've won the Euros twice recently. A manager who's all, like Del Bosque who'd already achieved a lot can probably yeah. get away with doing oh, that, yeah. and someone yeah. than that Roy Hodgson, if we go back to the Euros, could have. It's like I said before though, I don't. Do, how how much say does the manager of England really have in picking the oh, squads? Yeah. I know I know they, would, they wouldn't say that publicly, <clears> but you know I don't I don't think. They have much say in what go- what goes on there, because pff, good players keep getting overlooked for mm. ones that sell products. I think there is a system in place there that, you know, it, that's a funny thing about Catmull. I mean, I'll, I'll try and close this point down since we've probably digressed a bit too much <laughs> in England. But someone like Catmull's, you know, come through the system and he was under 21s captain, and then that's it for him. Whereas in the past, you've seen people like Heskey and James Beatty and people like that who've Played in the and Alan Smith, people who've been involved in that England setup all the way through, and then they kind of get shoved into the into the the um, the first team picture um, because they've been in the system for such a long time. Even if they are out of form, or whatever, it's almost like they've been brought up in this environment where it's like Team England, and you're within that group of players, almost like the cricket with central contracts or something mm. like that. No, but if you've got a central contract, doesn't matter how out of form you are, you'll still get in. Often, I mean, that's not so much a case now with the cricket, but. 
But anyway, um, <laughs> moving on to cricket just, now. Yeah, the transfer window. <laughs> yeah, well, speak, well speaking cricket of cricket, there was window. a bit of banter, wasn't there, in the week with the the Warwickshire players and the um, oh yeah, looked nothing we like, him, who, who looked nothing like him here at all. <laughs> the photo shop. It was just <laughs> the shirt that was like, excellent. Ab- absolutely ridiculous. Um, that anyone would think that was Jan and V. Well, the thing is with that as well, it was such a poor photo. If he was really there, someone else would have would got, have a, got better a better one. one. You know, a, a full restaurant like that. Someone would have went, oh, that's, uh, that's that Jan and V. Or you'd probably like go up and speak to him, wouldn't you, if you were like a Sunderland supporter. Yeah, right, yeah, not yeah, take yeah, a picture from like 400 yards away. Yeah, exactly. Lamin <laughs> Corney yeah. was just there, trying to get a move somewhere anyway. Durham City, he was like loitering around. <laughs> How much money can photos. you give me, Durham City? Yeah. Now um, with that beard. Aye, his beard's awful. No one's pointing this out. Corny's goatee beard is terrible. He doesn't deserve his, his new contract on the basis of that alone. <laughs> Some bad. I mean, not quite as bad as Andoy's tash when he arrived. I mean, ah, that's got a bit of comedy value at it least. Was a though. That. It's almost as though he was scared to go into a bar. Hasn't Turkey or something? Yes, it's like It was just. It was <laughs> almost as if it was just just bad. It was just a bad time. It, it looked like. He came over on this like jump where he looked like he blent <laughs> off someone's nana. And <laughs> he did look like, like he was like in the Cosby show. And then the next day, <laughs> it's a different bloke, isn't it? With a, with a mohawk yeah, yeah, and training no, that. I know, it was. It was like, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> as if he yeah, came in and Sam just went, sort yourself out, mate. <laughs> <right, laughs> <not playing>. <laughs> Farini's got a nice beard, though. I know he's injured now, but he's, he's got a nice beard. In the, in the interests of balance. There's a player with nice beard. Will we sign there. anyone with a, a nice beard to replace Barini's nice beard? Does I'm not Bora sure. Have a beard? I know, I don't even know what a Bora looks like. Uh, yes, he does. He, he does have a beard. Does he have a beard? He's a nice beard. Now, don't they? Gav's yeah. got a beard. He's got that old Gary's got a beard. He's got that. Craig's got a beard. He's not here, but he's got a beard. No, Stephen's got a beard. Yeah. We need to up our game. Oh, lads, get grown. Not coming. Yeah. Do my own thing. I'm a maverick. But yeah, the transfer window's closing on Wednesday. Hallelujah. So. It's it's I think it's going to be a busy few days, but like, you know if we sign the right players, even if we don't sign all the players we need, if we sign a couple of the right ones, how much of a boost could that be mentally for the fans and the squad? I think if it's an influential position with strengthening, then massive. You know, like a bore if he if he's any good, if he's as good as people keep telling us. He is. And people and seem already excited. Dreadful when he gets What was it? What was it? Like the guy from Sky said he was. He was like Fellaini, but Fellaini, better. Yeah. The, the uh, Spanish Fellaini. But the I worry, non, non-league I worry, Spanish Fellaini. I worry because we're paying seven million quid for him and nobody else. Better than Sunderland is clearly going to pay that. But you could have said that about I Kirch. Or I know, I know. Corny, I just, and that's what, I'm kind. I'm always. I was kind of like look at these things the same way. I'm like, Moyes I need might, to see the guy play first. In Spain, and thought, oh, I like you. Oh, well, I it might have been a deal that he's been trying to get for a while as well. To be yeah. fair, like it could have, we just could have found out about it now. There's no logic to the to <clears> transfer <throat> fees, or you can't can't apply. No, no, there's, there's, there isn't any more. Eight million for Julie Bodgy, and then you, you look at twenty-five it's, million for Marcus I think Alonso. You can, <coughs> Chelsea, I think you kind apparently. of just pay what you're told to pay now, don't you? There's no signing on fees anymore, apparently, and kind of mm. that factors into it as well. If the, if the guy's on a massive contract at another club, you've got to pay a lot of money to. To convince them to leave, yeah. it's not it's not just a case of here's your wages, you know. But, You've got to kind of subsidise some of that as well. But people are like we we're saying, people are already excited about a bore uh, <laughs> the Envia thing. Everyone will just explode. What players do we realistically out. need though? So we need well, a, a goalkeeper. We need who. a goalkeeper. Arguably another centre central defender. If Corny and Dijula Budgie are both going to be away for the African Cup, we need we need we need one or two strikers potentially. I think you're looking at four or five players, and is that really going to happen? You um, could arguably sign one forward to cover the Barini position and someone who can uh, potentially play up front and you 
rejig your system a bit with you know someone who could like give you a bit of hold up play mm. and you allow players like what more gooch Yanazai, whoever it may be to get in off the back of them yeah so i think we'll look to do that with one forward player ibora god knows what's going on with him via ibora and him right if you sign both of them how much thinking, money do you know, have left? Do it, but then you look at the result like you're saying about the centre backs going away for the cup of nations we need backup you look at that would have if with everyone fit you'd have a Bora and Via, Kirchhoff, Catamol, um Kirchhoff could drop the centre half though you, in um, January Rodwell, Rodwell yeah. you just McNair, <coughs> uh, Gooch. How many is Pina? You'd be overstocked. He, he might look at that and say, uh, "He might only need one only need for one. now, and maybe, then via yeah. maybe January." Well, maybe could say. maybe Moises looking at it and to the fans' disgust, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe Moises looking at Kirchhoff and going, "I can't trust this guy to be fit, so I need to sign somebody else." Yeah, and unfortunately, that's the case. You know, you, you probably, if you're realistic, it was quite unusual that he had a. I know he got that one injury when we played Man United at home, but it was unusual that. He, he didn't get another injury. Isn't it You're probably only going to get 20 games out of him yeah. this season. He, well, he ha- wasn't in ha- hasn't he got a hamstring issue now, though? I think, yeah. yeah. I reckon he's back uh, after the international break, yeah. doesn't he? His big issue, what said. Yeah, his big issues when he was in Germany were with his Achilles. Mm. And he had a bad, op- a big operation which kept him out a long time. And before that, he had a, a big issue with his Achilles which kept him out a long time without surgery. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of hoping he was past all that. Um Hamstrings are just another thing, aren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Isn't he having yeah. some sort of operation for a neural problem or something? I think that's what Moyes said. He's had some sort of needle in him. <laughs> he's had some needles. That he's, had. Really? he's been poked and prodded. Uh, <laughs> there's no tomorrow. Probably this needle So, when you say five is probably what we all hope, and what would be a disaster? One, two. One, two. Definitely. Zero would be a disaster. Uh, do you not think we're hedging my bets a bit and hoping on the last day that deals are going to come up? It's going to be the Roy Keane transfer deadline day. Oh, no, it's definitely going to be, be unbelievable yeah, to watch big anyway. Players, big players in the transfer deadline well, day. You won't win the transfer yeah. deadline day. I, I, I just wonder though like how, how these things work really. And if on deadline day everything just goes as mental as, uh, as it feels like it does but maybe we don't hear a lot about it. Like players who um, agents think they can get more money for Mm. If the push that look on the last day, and I don't, know, I wonder whether Moyes is thinking that as well. Yeah. Like, I definitely need a keeper. Do I wait? And if we don't get Joe Hart or somebody else, we just get some old guy in who's on on a free. Schwarzer. You know what I mean? You, you yeah. keep it till that last day, and maybe mm. head your better. I think that's maybe what we're looking that's at. That's what people are, yeah. well. Paul Musselwhite yeah. on loan, then. He's <laughs> to the plane. He's about forty-five now. Get him in. Get him in. Bring him, him Bring I think him every, everyone would be happy with three or four. I think, well, I think five yeah, might be pushing our little I think bit. five would probably... I think if we were looking at keeper, centre-half, <coughs> maybe two strikers or a, one midfielder stroke, two yeah. midfielders. I think three or four like experienced players as well. We've got our youth in now, so yeah. let's get a couple well, of old heads in who can... I think, do, you not, do you not reckon, though, that if we sign a lot of money... Uh, sign line. If we pay a lot of money for a centre forward, that's what we need. Sign and sign money because we haven't got any. How much spend. can we pay for yeah. this money? Yeah. <laughs> Richard What's money. What's the exchange rate? Yeah. Well, oh, no, that would work bad for us at the minute, wouldn't yeah. it? Because <laughs> pounds gone off a cliff. So yeah. don't don't sign money. <laughs> gone on holiday in a couple of weeks, and uh, I'm mortified about the where you going? The, uh, Portugal. Nice. If you must yes. know. Yes. Yeah. Got what kind of up there? Looking forward to it. It should be good. So Stephen, I'll have to do it. <laughs> just, just, just be me. He hasn't got a choice. Hopefully, Craig will be back by then. Yeah. Finish chasing take or, take or leave it. Hip hop stars around America. Take and leave it. Anyway, we should probably bring it to a close there because it's like forty-five minutes, and people will be 
sick of their lives. Um, if they aren't already. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably the things. We never plug like other things that we do apart from the live stuff. So, yeah, there's some vi- we've got a YouTube channel. Um, yes. and there's some videos on there at the moment, and there will be more videos. I'm, I'm sure some of you recall we went up to Scotland back in February and did an interview with Alan Johnston, and that should be up there soon enough. Um, the tickets for the live pod in Manchester are on sale now. Um, so hopefully if you're down in Manchester we did a Twitter poll to decide the next location and uh, loads of people voted for Manchester so if you don't turn up then there will be severe repercussions you will um, be blocked you will be battered on Twitter <laughs> you'll be banned from ALS coaches <laughs> I'll get in touch with them mind they probably use a branch bus don't they? So, uh, not bothered. Yeah. Um, so yeah come to that to 12th of November um, tickets are available um, on the interwebs via wisemen.co.uk and the guests for that one got the dynamic duo of Nick Barnes and Gary Bennett from uh, Radio Newcastle so that's going to be a good crack uh, so come along to that tenor a ticket and another thing we're going to be doing soon is we're going to be linking up with uh, Rogue Report and some stuff um, so if you remember a few years ago we, we used to host a pod on um, Rogue Report and then we did a corner and we got a move to <laughs> ALS um, but we're going to be doing some. Um, we're going to be hosting the thing on there, and, and also, well, we're not going to be hosting there. We're going to be linking it through there, but we're going to be providing for Rogue Report some hashtag exclusive hashtag content. Yeah. So it could be audio, could be video, could be drawings, word drawings. Art. That's a good idea. Artwork could be anything. So that every week after the pod, I think it'll probably be. We haven't descri- decided exactly what it's going to be yet, but there'll be some exclusive content available on Rogue Report. So that'll be quite nice as well. So anyway, hopefully. Stephen will be back, and you know what it is. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm sure, pretty sure he's busy every Tuesday night, and we play on a Monday next, don't we? Mm. Uh, so he probably, I wonder if he can do it. It just might be me uh, again. Uh, yeah. Stephen's sacking it off. He's gone full casery. He's yeah. like disappeared. Nobody knows why. Um, so yeah, we'll be back probably the night after the Everton game. Um, so enjoy your national break and on the uh, transfer window. And the transfer window, and all Should go to sleep good. again. Um, after that, without worrying and panicking, waiting up in the night and checking Twitter, no, trying to find foreign news sites. Just be worrying about injuries and What does this mean? Translate on Twitter. Doesn't doesn't tell me what it I means. I still don't know. What is it this means. good? Like, do you ever read that when you do the translate on the like foreign news stories <laughs> and you like, it just says something like, hmm, agreement aborted, but not in happy way. Times are good for Ebora at. There was a one where we were linked. Like, we were linked with that striker from Bordeaux yesterday, and instead of exclusive, it translated to excluded. So I was like, <laughs> so is the move it's not off. happening? It's We've off. been excluded from moving yeah. for You're this player I've never heard of, but he's mint because I've never heard of him. No, that, that's how it works, isn't it? The, the more you haven't heard of them, the more foreign they are, the better they are. So let's hope we sign loads of those players. Like Ebora. That's never gone wrong before, has it? DK, Ian Carlson, and Rebege, and all of them. G. Uh, lens, you could lens, say. Yeah. Anyway, we've probably heard the point there. Right, well, I will be back in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for listening. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.